I'm back to podcasting after a break. In the radio silence of these last few months, the good manners of colonized subjects, the play, was presented in Gadis at a conference about Indian colonization, a new version with Life Flamenco by Coral de los Reyes. I'll do an interview with her in a podcast to come and also share more about the experience. I was also in a car accident that slowed me down and I'm getting better and hopefully will be better soon. In the new version of The Good Manners of Colonized Subjects, the new opening goes like this. It says, Sabse pele, in la oscuridad, in that first dark, the animal left the sea, found the shore, loved the cave, and became song, tree, stone, dance. And that is what is calling to me these days, these nights, these mornings. All trees, all stones, song, dance, mystery, and darkness. The night that named me Shub. And I am in an interim time, uh, feeling my way in the dark after kind of an exhaustion, I think, that has come from just years of intense productivity, creativity, doing. <laughs> Knowing that, or sensing that it must feel true, whatever comes next, all the steps must feel true, only because that's what I can stand. I can only stand my own truth right now, and maybe forever now, I don't know, but for now, I can only stand my own truth, my own mystery, and that's what I can give and share. And what has been coming to mind a lot is a story poem that I wrote called On the Island. And that's what I've recorded today. On the Island narrates the mythic adventures of three characters confronting war and peace between lobsters, men, and the sea. Riaz is an island boy who one day stops fishing and throws the lobsters he has caught back into the sea. Zillaz is a lobster who takes a stand against the might of men and nets and her father is called Miriel, and he is the great lobster of the deepening sea who transforms himself into a human to confront the village of men and save the old songs, the ones that save us. So, with all that, I share with you the very first part of On the Island, and come back next week for more and come back the week after that for more. More of Far Away is Close. More of stories and songs about creativity and awakening and place and purpose. And the mystery of the dark.
on the island, a boy called Riaz stood in rubber boots on the deck of the boat where he fished. All his young years. The love of the sea had kept him standing till one day, this day, his feet slid, his boots slipped, and he began to fall. The lobsters on the deck, they were wrapped in nets and they scattered to see his shadow falling on them. But they had nowhere to go. And if not for his uncle who thought fast and picked up the nets, bunching them together, if not for the uncle, the boy would have fallen on the pink mass of the lobsters. Instead, Riaz fell where the lobsters had been. He fell onto the deck and he lay there wondering what had made the sea. Meanwhile, his uncle laughed and shook the lobsters netted over him. Their pincers flailed and clicked. And Riaz, he couldn't see past their legs. He couldn't see past his love of the sea. He had always been like this. His mother called it Zanyari, in the language of her kin, a word that spoke of the love that lived in the fathoms, the seabed where, the story was told, herds of blue-hearted horses lived. They breathed water and galloped across the earth floor of the sea, and when they galloped fast, the waves rose high, and when they galloped slow, the waves rippled, and when they lay their blue-hearted bodies down and rested, the surface was still and clear, still and clear as the mirror that Risuru the sun looked in every morning before beginning to shine. That morning, the boy called Riaz fallen over his feet, his uncle laughing, the lobster shaking in nets. Their bodies took on the pink of dawn that stretched across the sky. And Riaz lay there and thought about how once he had loved to fish and now he had no joy to take lobsters from the sea. He would not. He would not carry them, as he used to, into the village. He would not give them to Moraji, who would usually take the whole lot of them in his brown creased hands and drown them in water that he boiled while Riaz waited, and the whales. Riaz insisted on hearing the sound even though there was none the wails of death overtaking life. That morning, while Riaz lay there, fallen, seeing the lobsters brandished by his uncle struggling in nets, that morning he saw straight down to the soul of their mother who lay in the sea below them, 
felled by sorrow, the loss of her sons, all five of them. They were in her sight, and then the nets in them, they were gone. And though she swam after them, the nets were too fast, and she too slow, and then gone, they were gone, lifted out of the sea. Riaz saw straight into the heart of their mother and beside her, clicking her pincers in rhythm, he saw to the heart of their sister, the young lobster they called Zilaz, she who had been with them, she who had escaped the nets, she who sang laments, mourning the loss of herself any day now. She lived expecting the end they all did. Singing, she listened as their grandfather called the council of elders. But no one heeded him. No one heeded such calls. The might of nets and the might of men, they were too great. The old lobster spoke in the dark blue. His voice, his whole body trembled from the weight of fathom years. Speaking, he asked the grand lobster mothers to swim to him, and speaking, he asked the grand lobster fathers to come forward and be seen. His granddaughter listened. She understood the rune speech of Muriel, the great lobster of the deepening sea, for that was who her grandfather was, Muriel the Great, Muriel the Old. So old that he remembered the fathoms when they were night, he remembered what made the sea. He had grey pincers and his shell was battered from the lost bellows of creation. He had known men when they lived on air, fed on rain and drank dew. He remembered when the ocean was night, when the waters came to be. He spoke in the blue. His voice was water. And Zilaz heard him and woke to the truth. But then she heard the elders saying, Let it be. Let those cubs go. The might of men and the might of nets, they are too great. Zilaz. Ah, she who sang the laments, ah, 
she who loved her mother, she who saw her brother's five young cubs taken from sight, she who saw that day the dimming of her grandfather's life. Zillah swam to his sinking voice. Now it had become sand. And as he fell into the fathom sleep, Zillah's rose, and she continued to speak. And at the sound of this new voice, the elders turned their pincers, wondering, who was this? Wondering how this could be, for only they knew the rune speech. On the island, and faraways close, is written and presented by Shabana Koila. The ambient sounds for On the Island are from quick sounds and free sounds. The riffs, the loops are from GarageBand. The melodies I sing are inspired by an Irish lament called Perth Nabuki, the Aeos of Kanya, a style of flamenco, and the Saregama is from Maya Malava Gaula, which is a beginning scale of Karnataka vocal music, and these are all things that I'm humbly learning, and that's why they sort of emerged in the poem. So, I'm looking forward to sharing more of this story poem with you next week. Adelante con arte. The Faraways Close podcast is produced and edited by Shibana Coilo. The music used is a track from The Good Manners of Colonized Subjects, my play, and it was composed and produced by Carlos Merino. <laughs>